Don't you suck dick without me. No, 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 no. Don't you. Yeah. Don't, 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 don't. Don't. Please do not do that. (laughs) Don't you drink all my sweet tea. As you drink my drink. You like that one? I do like that one. Drink all my sweet tea. Yeah, that's that's. I'm so thirsty. Don't you (laughs) take donuts from me? (laughs) That's my brekkie. Yeah, yeah, I like how my version was was involves a gay orgy, and yours is just like lunch, which is you know (laughs) that's par for course for the both of us. You know, can you grill me a grilled cheese? Yum, yum, tasty. <laughs> Jakey. I like a grilled cheese. Cheese, 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 cheese. With some tasty french fries. Um, and a Dr. Pepper. Everybody wants to eat hamburger. <laughs> I can't think about that song without thinking about my dad's Lick My Balls version. Oh, yeah, that was good. <laughs> It's just like, uh, it was like, like literally the day after he passed, I was at my mom's place and she was like, have you seen his video of that? And I was like, what are you talking about? She was like, I can't believe he never sent you this. And just like pulled up her Facebook, pulled up Facebook and scrolled back. And it was at her old apartment. And it's funny because like the first minute 40 of the song just sounds like a good cover, like an acoustic cover of the song. And then, <laughs> and then so you're like, well, do you remember this? Car? I was like. I don't know. He's singing the song I was supposed to be saying. It sounds pretty good. And then, of course, you know, the big <laughs> the big selling point is he just, you know, everybody wants to lick my balls and then just shuts the fucking video up. <laughs> it's just fucking classic. I, uh, I like downloaded it to my computer and I was like, all right, I'm going to I'm going to EQ this and I'm going to throw it up on <laughs> I'm gonna throw it up on the Internet. Um what do we got going on, Thomas? We doing uh, what are we doing today? We're doing yeah, uh, uh, you know, we're doing the damn thing. We're recording an episode of our we're show. We're recording. An Sorry episode for of our the late show. episode, guys. You know uh, the thing about shut up. Don't fucking don't be mad at us. We didn't do anything wrong. What are you mad about? Shut the fuck up. Look, what, it, you, you mad at me? What are you gonna you, hurt me? You gonna pin me down? You gonna start fucking me? I don't want that. You can't be mad at Thomas. You can be mad at me, I guess. Um, I've never you, done anything wrong. I've never ever done. A lot know. of bad things. People have harmed me. People have hurt me and twisted <laughs> my words. I'll tell you, that's happened a lot. I've got no, a lot of trauma, it? personally. Uh, oh, so much trauma. More than you could ever know. More. I have more trauma than you, actually. So if you think you have traumas... Dude, I love the new... Uh, this isn't new. This is like an old like internet thing, but... Um, the... Uh, the, like... Misabuse and use of uh, misuse and abuse of the word narcissist, like in terms of relationship dynamics, like people make videos where it's like, uh, yeah, my ex husband uh, was a narcissist. He would do stuff like uh, he didn't want to go to Home Depot with me on Sundays. He wanted to stay, you know. Or then like uh, you know, people would be like, oh well, I dated a sociopath. People are like, oh, what made him that way? It's like he, um. Uh, didn't like uh, the Pixar movies that I liked or whatever. It's always like this term that means something. Typically, it means somebody who's really like, you know, like kind of pulls the heads off yeah. animals and stuff. 
I dated this total narcissist. You probably heard of him. R. Kelly. <laughs> yeah. Complete narcissist. Yeah, a real know. narcissistic guy. Well, he was so he was so self absorbed. He really just didn't understand what he was doing to people. Um, yeah, he just he'd treat you like a kid. <laughs> yeah, he would talk to you like you were fourteen years old. Yeah. Uh really disrespectful felt like, guy. Felt like he was just shitting on me every time he talked to me. I, yeah, it you know, when I, people I knew that dated the guy just you know, he felt like he they were all being infantilized, you know. They felt like they couldn't leave, you know. Like they were stuck. You know, People say it's evil to be R. Kelly's lawyer, but, you know, there's other people who are lawyers for Lockheed Martin. I'll tell you yeah. what, R. Kelly didn't drop any bombs on Syria. He's <laughs> dropped a lot of piss on a lot of, <laughs> a lot of young girls. Trying to, like, in a roundabout way, like, take a pol- take that, like, political take. You're like, look, hey, I'm I'm not well, saying what he did. Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> If it wasn't me, it'd be somebody else. We can't trust the Chapo guys to to be hard hitting now. You know, we gotta we gotta take over their mantle. You know, right? You know, people say people say, why not just let any other lawyer defend R. Kelly? Well, if I wasn't doing it, then somebody else would. (laughs) You know, (laughs) would you rather me me be working for BlackRock in killing? People in South America for money. <laughs> R. Kelly's never killed anybody. As far as we know, you know, I mean, that's Are not you what... mad that I'm working for a self-made black man? <laughs> <laughs> sounds like somebody's a little racist. Sounds like, sounds like, oh, I'm sure if I was working for Jared Leto, there wouldn't be a problem. Hmm. Is Jared Leto... Right. I don't know if he's had any... Um, I might have made that up. I don't know if he's ever done anything bad. He's probably uh, a good guy. <laughs> I don't think he's a good guy. I've Sorry, guys. Jared Leto's innocent. Jake told me just now. He yeah. Texted me. <laughs> yeah. He said, Thomas, I'm f- close friends with Jared Leto. You can't be talking. Keep Jared Leto's name out of your mouth. That's a quote from Jake. Jake, uh, Jake who? Jake Gyllenhaal, my good friend. <laughs> Uh, you know, working as a cop in the Bronx in the seventies was uh, was a difficult thing. Uh, you know, you had all the uh, I don't know what they're calling themselves now, but you had all the gremlins running around, listening to that gremlin music, and all of them, all of their riots and protests funded by the Wizard. You know the Wizard? Yeah. So, you know, you had to, when you were down there, you know, uh, you're trying to enforce a law in a way that, that means something to you, you know. And uh, and every time you you try to, you know, get people to pay, you know, taxes on their wells and, you know, castles and stuff, you got your gremlins running around trying to throw rocks at you, cast spells at you. They're sort of the wizard's familiar. So, you know, anytime they're out there making a fuss, you, you know who to blame. It's the wizard. Right, it's a wizard. Right. So, back in the day when you were a cop, your only job was to contain the gremlin scourge. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> it's like you're pitching like an adult cartoon, like a, like a like one of those, I guess, subversive, you know, BoJack and Rick and Morty adult cartoons to like HBO to like the most disinterested, like like billionaire, like evil entertainment guy. He's on his phone. <laughs> He's like, you're, you're like, okay, so the gremlins, right? Like, so they're like a stand-in for for BLM, right? And the wizard is George Soros. This is all irony, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. no, that's <laughs> yeah, no, we'll green light it. Yeah, for hundred percent. Yeah, we just cut Tuca and Bernie because I finally watched an episode, so it's like it's fine. Yeah, we just we'll pay for it. Uh, yeah, I mean, so can you tell me a little bit about the show? Yeah, so the main character is this, like, you know, he's like a, a conservative Italian cop, right? And uh, and his whole thing is is that he doesn't think the gremlins are appreciative of the life they have. Okay, great. And what does he do to the gremlins? Uh, he destroys them with a big sword, okay? And so in what way is this, like, progressive or anything? It's not. Uh, I'm actually the writer. I'm a huge sort of racist guy. Uh, the Daily Wire didn't want to hang out with me anymore, so. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, it was good. We'll give you uh, Whatever. Listen, man, so here at HBO. <laughs> I don't really, he's just smoking. He's lighting an entire cigar, like the whole thing. Like <laughs> yeah. up and down the entire cigar. <laughs> yeah, like the cigar. shaft. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's uh, fine. It's not particularly interesting. I don't care. Listen, if you can just give me a show that does... 20% as good as euphoria. Is there any way you could get the cop to fuck the gremlins? I don't know if that works with the political messages. I really don't care. Do you think there could be like a, like a, know, s- like a trans girl that all the gremlins want to fuck? <laughs> that, that seemed to work for euphoria. I don't know if that was know, whose idea that was. So Amazon's. That was, maybe that was progressive or maybe it was. Yeah. Pervasive. I don't know what pervasive I, means, but it seems like it's a bad. <laughs> Thing. Listen, I'm the I'm just the VP of creative direction here at HBO Max. So you know Amazon Prime, they have the year I turn pretty. You know we got Euphoria. Uh, Netflix has some show about like a coming of age. Basically, what we're looking for at the streaming services is um, borderline child pornography. So if you can have, I get like you know Big Mouth. You know, we couldn't have that be acted out in real life because... Uh, you know, originally it was called Kid's Mouth, but you can <laughs> fuck. And we really had to dial that Standards and practices lot. really got... S&P was on our ass for that. Yeah, so, they uh, said, we love the show itself, but you have to call it something else. <laughs> like maybe Kid's Jacking Off. And we said, no, it doesn't have a good ring to it. So we, we were going to call it Little Boy Blowjob. <laughs> Uh, yeah, littleboyblowjob.com so, is going to be the original name. Of dot, 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 onion, yeah. dot, web. Uh, yeah, Nick Kroll already owned the website, the URLs. Yeah. So that was very convenient. Yeah, well, um, he's the reason we had the show. So, I, I mean, listen, I'm not saying to go out there and, and for you to film, you know, child pornography. What I am saying is, is that if you want to make it in this town, kid, you're not... <clears throat> Political cartoons, these are things of the past. Cartoons about depression and, like, you know, interpersonal turmoil and all that gay stuff sucks dick and balls and ass cheeks. What the people really want is they want a show about high school, uh, but they want people in their mid-20s to play it. Uh, and they want a lot of, like, uh, early, like, schoolboy Q B-side tracks. And they want a lot of fucking. 
Um, so, I mean, unless you're really coming to me with anything like that, I don't think we're interested. So do you uh, have... Well, yeah, so this is a new show I came up with, and it's like basically... It's like a show about nihilism, and... But it's like from the perspective of like um, like a gay um, bird or something. Okay. And it's like the bird... Um, okay. It's like realizes that he's like um, like gay or something, mm-hmm. and so he like it's like a journey. Like he tells, um, I don't really remember. The, I already like the, the idea. The pilot in the pilot, he's gonna um, he's gonna make a. He's gonna go. He's gonna go to a movie. <laughs> I already really like where this is going. So yeah, ba- basically, like, hold on to your seat. <laughs> um, basically, so, like there's a bird, and it's like a hum- gay. Uh, it's a b- bird. It's a hummingbird. Mm-hmm. He's a homosexual. His name is Hummy. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's- and this show is gonna be called Hummy's Husband Hunt. <laughs> okay, so what I really yeah. like so far is uh, the fact that the main character is a homosexual. Yeah, I really think that right now that is what we need. Uh, uh, we, you know, we don't have a lot of that going on. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, so basically, he's like a gay bird, okay. a gay hummingbird, and he has depression. We need to make sure that we get right. that. No, he doesn't. He gets it. Um, later. Okay, so it's a part of his character arc that he, he becomes. It's like allergies. He ends up getting it later from pesticides. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So the so, first guy he tells that he's gay. Oh, he smokes weed, by the way. He's He smokes bird weed. Oh, okay. And does he have yeah, like a, a jacket on? Yeah, it's like a, a vest. Like a bomber or something yeah, like that? Sure. Okay, um, I like where this like is going. Has like a zipper somewhere. Does he say fuck too? He um This is all in bird. Okay, so, okay. Well, I No, okay. I'm just kidding. He says fuck. Okay, awesome. Every goddamn sentence. He says like fuck ass and He'll ass say like and clown shitter. Oh, that's really really graphic. <laughs> um the first guy he tells is a guy who's um Maybe like a a pigeon. Okay. And he says, uh, I'm um, hummy, uh, and I'm pretty much gay. The pigeon is like... Uh, and the pigeon is wearing a mechanic's outfit, a full dicky suit. Okay. Probably. And he says, yeah, more like hummy the homo. More like homo. Hummy, where are you on the hunt for a hubby? Homo, and that's how the show gets its name. Okay, and then like maybe the, Radiohead the plays or something yeah. like an old Radiohead song. Yeah, there's a Pixie song and a Radiohead song playing at the same time. <laughs> okay, perfect. All right, yeah. I'm already I'm I'm it's super invested in this. Just that that part is is twenty five thousand dollars to clear, because <laughs> um, we have to ask the labels if we can play the songs at the same time. Okay. Which they have to make a whole new type of form for. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a whole thing after that. So then, basically, um, like, <laughs> as the show goes on, it's like, 
Um, it just gets like there's like a lot of drama. Okay. And a lot of like uh, plot happens throughout it. Okay, perfect. And, Honestly, um, look, look, I love basically, that. Basically, it gets like really horny. Okay. Really hairy. Really uh-huh. scary. Okay. Really flowery. Okay. And it's like eventually the bird, um, what's his name, Hummy. Yeah. He will start, because uh, the, they all hang out like at bird feeders. Yeah. He likes hummingbird feeders because that's his type of food. Okay. He likes so sugar water. If at any point could you have Lizzo show up as like a... Like yeah, dude. she's gonna be a um, a big scary crow, <laughs> or maybe a, um, actually a different type of bird, probably. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, maybe maybe she'll be like um, <laughs> a dove. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she'll be a dove. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, I she looks more like a dove, I think. <laughs> to me. Okay. <clears throat> so uh what I'm hearing so far I really like. I actually <laughs> like that there's not a lot of plot, that there's ambiguity really in who the characters are. Uh I like that the main character has depression and that he is a gay bird. I like that he smokes weed. Yeah. Um I like that if there could be a component of, I guess, uh, you know, like influences of the real world in this cartoon, maybe the pandemic is real there, or perhaps he works a dead end job or, you know, he got a stimulus check. Like if you could have elements of the real world in this cartoon for adults, um, then I really think it could drive home, you know, that this isn't just your average cartoon. This is a smart cartoon. Um, that is really funny and uh, that people, you know, can really identify with. Like, in the same way that people are like, oh, you know, if you watch BoJack Horseman, you know, you should go to therapy. I want people who watch our show to get arrested, if that makes sense. Assuming, you know, that we bring you on on HBO. That reminds me of, like, uh, watching... um bojack horseman in high school with my girlfriend at the time um and just literally not really actually now that i think about it relating to any of it yeah like it's it's really not for like what it, 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 I, I guess it is for people who are mentally a certain age but it's at that stage in life i i was like ah this guy sucks yeah i had a roommate um <clears throat> he was in like his early 30s and uh he was just, you know, he's just a guy perpetually down on his luck. I'll put it that way. And uh, he would like, we would, you know, do a bunch of fucking yak together. And he would like basically force me to watch Bo. I never wanted to fucking watch the shit. He was like, dude, I'm telling you, man, like the characters, the writing, like it's incredible. And I'm like, are we talking about the same show? Like you're talking about the cartoon with the horse, right? And he's like, you know, a former actor or something. And he's like like a drunk and like a thrice divorced, like retarded loser. And he's like, yeah, yeah. But it's like, you know, there's just so many, like, I really think you would like it. And I realized when I tried to watch it, cause I did like watch, I think like the majority of the first season or whatever, or like season. And a half, 
I realized that, like, yeah, this is definitely, like, for a certain type of guy. Like, I don't want to sound like, oh, go to therapy. Why don't you? But it's like if you are watching the show and you really resonates with you, it's like, oh, man, that makes sense. Not to say you're shitty because you resonate with it, but it's like, I don't know. <laughs> there were parts of it that were funny, but some people talk about it the way other people talk about, like, uh, like what's that midnight gospel show or like, like Rick and Morty guys. They're like, you got to really understand, like, high level humor to get this. And it's like, what do you mean by that? Like, do I need to understand, like, Simpsons references from 20 years ago? Because I'm pretty sure that I got, you know. Or, like, do I need to understand, like, advanced physics? Because I don't think that ever happens in the show. I think it's a cartoon. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, <clears throat> I don't know. In the same way that, like, really twee, I guess, like, like the way that Midnight Gospel or, like, Steven Universe identified with a certain type of person, the other end of that spectrum is, like, bitter, jaded guys that are like, uh, yeah, these cartoons are actually smarter and cooler. And it's like, well, yeah, what? there's actually a lot of hidden jokes in Caillou once you watch it. <laughs> yeah, I want to, dude. God damn it, that's so that's so good. I want to be in a social setting again where I'm being like, basically insulted because I don't watch Boj. I don't watch really like any type of like cartoon like that, and then be like, yeah, I mean, I heard Bojack was good, but like some of the like really subversive themes in Dora the Explorer are, are like like a lot of people don't even catch them. Like, when she says, like, you know, swipe or no swiping, like, you know what that really means. <laughs> like, you really just got to follow along and use, you know, like, critical thinking skills to understand that. Yeah, it really means, like, sucker, no fucking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it means, yeah. <laughs> it actually means slurs. Uh, I don't know if you know, but that's what that means. Um, anyway. Woo, woo. That's the sound of the police. Woo, woo. That's the sound of the beast. Uh. Um, you ever hear that one? <laughs> like KRS one. Uh, yes, yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that. Uh, oh, I was gonna when you brought up we were talking about Big Mouth. So, like when this first season came out, I was like, oh, I actually like didn't mind the Kroll show. All right, I was like, I thought it was funny. I was like, All right. I liked the league. The league uh-huh. was really fucking good, dude. I actually really that's a, that's a very very yeah. I totally forgot about that. Yes, very good. But I, I, I was like, oh, this show with Kroll on it, like, I'll give it a shot. Because, like, I didn't mind animals. I thought it was okay. And, like, you know, I fucking, like, you know, I like The Simpsons, whatever the fuck. Like, I do like fucking cartoons. Like, it's not, like, a thing that I deride. It's just something that I'm like, ah, it's not for me. So, like, I watched the first season, <clears throat> and I'm like, ah, you know, whatever. But around that time, I think this was, like, three or four years ago. People were like, that is a weirdo show. It's fucking weird. And I'm like, nah, it's a little weird, you know, I guess. Uh, but I wouldn't call it like it. Now, I had not gotten as far into the show as it had been released. So I wasn't up to date with like what the show, I guess, had done up until that point in time. So I didn't really understand all the hullabaloo. I was like, y'all are just fucking being stupid. Like, it's just a fucking cartoon. Like, there's some weird fucking moments, but it's like. You know, it's a cartoon. And then I caught up, I think, to what everybody was really (laughs) rightfully upset about, which was the entire dance number, like musical dance number that show did. I understand it's cartoons, but it was like about, I think it was about like jacking off and having sex, but for the kids and all of them were naked, like full frontal nudity. These, These children. And I was like, and I understand again, it's cartoons, right? I, I, I get it. 
<clears throat> but when I got to that part, I was like, oh, yeah, everybody was right. And I was way off. <laughs> like, this is uh, this feels uh, like I understand. Again, I know that it's not real, but I don't. This isn't uh, like making me laugh. I don't even particularly know what the point of having these children be naked is. Even oh, you don't know the point of anything. <laughs> the diehard big mouth defender, especially oh, of that episode. Dude, they would fucking... <laughs> you think it would be... Um, you think it would be better to have them with clothes on? Seriously? <laughs> yes. You'd watch that? You wow. think it'd be better oh, if the okay. kids had underwear? Could, you could have gotten the same message across if they just had oh, underwear yeah. Mr. Fucking Mr. Puritan, Mr. oh, Mr. All American, Mr. Christian, oh, you're, oh, what are you, a MAGA they're not, retard? They're literally drawings, and most of us don't even get anything out of it. <laughs> yeah, most people, you know, I, like, I, mo- mo- you know, you know, it's like a funny prank. Yeah, haha. Have you ever pulled a funny uh, prank on like an yeah. unsuspecting, you know, person, like at a bar or the something? Funny like- prank on the rewind function of my TV remote. <laughs> Somebody's you ever pulled a funny prank on your tonight? penis while you're watching kids' cartoons? It's a really funny yeah, prank. I, I didn't see that, but I do believe it. I think um, the first time a kid started jacking off on that show, I was like, well, that's... That's... Uh, no, thank you. There was like If a- somebody has to fucking defend the show by being like, yeah, there's certain parts you have to get past. Yeah, I'm not getting past those parts. Yeah, I mean, I can... Okay. It's like with Euphoria. Yeah, yeah. It's like... I got that. That is fine for a show like The Wire when they're like, yeah, there are parts of it that are just dry. Like, I remember when somebody was selling me on, yeah, The Wire. And they were like, look, there, it's a great fucking show. There are just some parts of it that are like, and I'm like, okay. I feel like that's okay. Like, if a guy is like, yeah, man, you should really check out True Detective. Like, second season's kind of, you got it, but just, just power through. It ends up being pretty good in the whole series. It's like, that's fine. But if a guy is like... Hey man, you surely watch this like cartoon called Big Mouth, and you're like, oh okay. And it's like you just got to get through like um, when a kid has a sexual relationship with the pillow. Pretty, uh, they like they graphically show that, and the pillow like talks at him and moans at him and stuff, and they fuck each other. You just got to get past that, and then like the full frontal child cartoon nudity, and then it's pretty good. <laughs> like it's not too bad. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it's uh, you gotta listen. You gotta watch Barney fucks you. <laughs> it's like. You it's gotta- like the same <laughs> great lessons you learned as a kid, and it's like you got to get past it. He's fucking me the whole time. <laughs> you got to like, get past um, Barney fucks you. POV. Yeah, it's like a VR experience. <laughs> uh, you basically get in this big purple suit, and it's like you're in his belly, <laughs> and he's fucking you. He's putting <laughs> up from under. He's putting something into his butt. And basically, that's fucking you. So. Listen, yeah, it takes like, all of the... That's how I kind of, like, realized that I was actually an introvert. I, uh... When I was in... When I was living in San Marcos for the first time a few years back, and I had a... They had, like, randomly assigned us roommates, uh, and my roommate was watching Euphoria with a bunch of his friends, and, uh... And I was like, oh, what's this show about? And they were like, oh, it's, like, high school. And I was like, oh, okay. And like in my that was such a vague description that I was like, oh, is it like kids, you know, or like mid 90s? It's because it's like, I guess every obviously everybody's high school is experience experience is different. But I just assumed I was like, oh, it's like it's like one of those like edgy movie shows like like kids or like mid 90s or like, you know, what I'm talking about like, um, you know, because kids do do drugs and kids whatever. Like you, everybody in high school, like 
you know, not everybody, you know, there's some guys, you know, just didn't happen for him. But, you know, you get you get a hand job like at the baseball field and you get into a fist fight that's the same baseball field. And then you drink some like rum out of a Whataburger cup and then you fucking smoke some weed out of a Coca-Cola can and then you graduate like that's high school or whatever. But I, I took that at face value. And then I was like, oh, maybe I'll watch this show. And then like, you know, Ashley's Ashley likes the show. And I was like, oh, this isn't this isn't high. This is like uh, this feels like what like a 40 year old <laughs> like guy who like could would cheat on his wife if given the opportunity but he's too ugly like thinks high school was like you you know like a guy who just was maybe like was a loser i don't fucking know like it doesn't have nothing rings true about that show really for like an experience for being like 16 i guess if that makes sense yeah i I mean mean, here's the thing though what i will say is is that nobody would watch a show about like my me and my friend's high school experience, which was again, like you do some keyboard cleaner. You like try to learn how to kick flip. You like, uh, you know, you're like, um, trying to make a Molotov cocktail and almost dying. <laughs> like you're like, uh, you know, trying Vicodin for the first time and you like get sick at the movie theater. I mean, I like, no, I guess that's not as captivating as like a guy, you know, killing people or whatever the fuck. I think there was a murderer in that show. I don't remember. Yeah, I think it would be cool. If, I think my my uh, high school experience would be pretty graphic, actually, because a lot of it would just be watching, s- just just eating candy, <laughs> watching um, a skinny fat guy jack off for like six yeah, seasons. <laughs> just, like it would be a lot worse on the eyes, yeah, than anything that's been made before, but yeah. not like <laughs> no like delusions of grandeur or anything, right? Just, yeah. <laughs> Hot boxing a Toyota Matrix with vape, and <laughs> eating peach rings, and pounds of candy and water burger and everything, throwing up yeah. all the time because I would eat cheeseburgers and smoke a cigarette like while I was eating the cheeseburger and just puke everywhere. That's yeah. sort of that's sort of what my euphoria would be. Euphoria Peaster is just you like in the back of the Toyota Matrix with like half a Hawaiian like ripped shirt on and you have a bloody nose and you're not sure if you did it to yourself or you got it from somebody else and you're just like like you know there's some I don't know. Yeah, like a um, pavement song playing like yeah. you know and you're like man this is my crazy high school life. And then you just like like rip ass but kind of shit your pants <laughs> and like the whole yeah, episode just, there's no girls <laughs> there's there's not even one no, kind of hot there's, girl there's somehow no like not even that i work with <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah there's, i think just, i go to school and it's not an all boys school but there's only guys there yeah <laughs> you never see one even somewhat attractive like like there's not even a hot teacher <laughs> like there's not even like a there's no love interest for you and then the one you do get is in like the very last season, but you don't even like her that much. It's just something that you're like doing. Somebody who starts hanging out with me. Oh yeah, on accident. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like somebody I'm from just church. Too afraid that, to say anything. Yeah, you're just too scared to break it off because you met her at church, so you're supposed to like her or some shit. And you're like, I mean, I guess. Yeah, it's just like, oh man. I uh, I remember in one of the. Uh, so like after, I don't know, everybody's, you know, experience is different, but after vacation Bible, after you age out of that, we would go to these, like, they called them like retreats or whatever, but I don't think, 
they weren't retreats. It was like in the woods outside Trinity or some shit, like in fucking like cracker country, Texas. Yeah. And, um, they would have like rock climbing and stuff. And then they would have, you know, like, um, like bands playing and like you would stay up super late and then I don't I never went to like a I, I had no speaking in tongues experiences because I didn't go to places like that but what we what the places that I would go to would do is like see I feel like sleep deprivation was like a part of their shtick where they would make us like do all this shit all day and then it would be like midnight and we would still be awake and then they would like play some worship music and it would be like, oh yeah, for sure. The, you'd go rock climbing and shit. Yeah, you go like, rock climbing. You go swimming, hiking, hiking, and then like, it's like one a.m. and you're tired. And then they they like the worship band randomly for some reason starts playing at midnight, and then they do the whole come up and accept, you know. And you're like delirious, and you're fucking hungry, and you're thirsty, and you're tired, and you're like, is this the Holy Spirit? <laughs> like, is this? Like, am I feeling this, like, I'm, 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 like, emotional because of the music and I'm fucking exhausted. Also, I'm, like, 13. So, I'm, like, just, you know, I'm, like, 13, 14. So, I'm, like, dude, beating off. I, I need to beat off, but I can't do that in the woods. Uh, anyway, there was, like, one time on one of those, um, like, everybody was trying to navigate what I guess would be, like, a boyfriend or girlfriend situation. But, like, half the kids are, like, super repressed Christians. And then the other half, I guess I fell into that, was, like, I did go to church and I did the whole thing, but I was also, like, smoking weed. So you're, like, people are, like, oh, so-and-so thinks you're cute, but also, like, the devil. <laughs> it was, like, I don't know if that's, like, a universal experience. I'm not sure, but it, it, it definitely was, like, like, uh, so, again, yeah, you have, like, like, you know, you're, um, you're like couples or whatever. And it's like, Oh, you know, Mary and fucking whatever the fuck are dating. And then they, and they're going to get married and you're like 14 years old and you're like, Oh, that's, that's sick, man. I, uh, have you ever heard of Tony Hawk's underground? <laughs> like I'm playing a lot of that. And, uh, you know, I'm fucking, I just found out that you can make a, a bong out of a water bottle. Like I just never, it never like clicked for me. I guess that whole like, well, you date in high school and then you like date, you both go to Texas A&M to study like pig engineering. I don't fucking know. And then like, you know, maybe, maybe your husband goes to divinity school and then like, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like at those people who had their whole lives planned out for them, like even when they were teenagers. Yeah. I, that always struck me as a little bit gross. For sure, I well. Not that I've had like a glamorous life or whatever. No, no. I mean, but I'm kind of glad things didn't work out for me like that. Same, dude. Um, like I always thought it was. <sighs> part of me, I remember feeling a little jealous. Yeah, because sure. it was like the typically, like the guy, the guy aspect of that coupling, his dad, like he was like the. I, I don't know, like the Christian athletes that were like, that just like kind of existed in their own like uh, um, place in like the church. If you're at a fucking church in Texas and you've got like a wide receiver who's white and also Christian, that kid could be 12 and they're like, that boy right there is a gift. <laughs> like he could just, at 12 could just run kind of fast and they're like, he's going to bring, 
he's going to bring the new reckoning. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, it just – Yeah, He was no. just uh, – the, 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 the first string quarterback or whatever. Yeah, just, yeah. And so you know, that – The most suckable man on earth. <laughs> but you were forbidden – from getting sucked, <laughs> right? <laughs> because yeah, so you end up with these like couples that like, and I can count on one hand, like, because I'm thinking of a handful of them right now. Like they met in youth group in like eighth grade and got married like sophomore year at A and M, and then uh, got divorced like two years. Like only one of them worked, and they ended up like not even being religious anymore. I think they like live in New York now, and they like fucking go to like. You know, like the, the the noise shows and shit. I think one of them read like a William S. Burroughs book, and they're like, "Dude, this Christianity shit sucks dick. We got to get the fuck out of here." But um, it was an interesting dynamic to be like separate from that and to be like, "I'm cooler than that. This is gross," but also kind of jealous in a weird way because you're like, "Ah, oh, when do I? You know, I wish I could just hang out <laughs> and like believe in God. I don't know." It wasn't envy. I just like thought it. I thought maybe there was something wrong with me because I was like, "This shit, this god shit sucks dick." Like, what are we doing? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, um, you know, I, uh, uh, spit it out, man. Come on, we're talking. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, yeah. Said, whatever just, you said, man. I, yeah, I was listening so, so good. <laughs> No, I, I always thought it would be cool to be, you know, the, the student athlete type or whatever. But you know, that's just not how it goes for most people. Um, also, like it seemed like generally, if you didn't have your, you know, your lady locked in by the end of high school, yeah. it was like, well, best of luck, dude. There's no women. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, exactly. Yeah, the the forty girls you know total. You better get one of them pregnant. Yeah, you need to. Y'all need to fucking make moves. I the the one thing I will say is is that there are people on both sides of the spectrum. I guess where we were at when we were at that age, and then you know the people who that who fit in that category. People who like never grow out of that. Like, there's a bar that when I go back home to Houston, when I go to see my mom, well Pasadena. Let's be honest, I'm not going to Houston proper. Um, called Republic House. And uh, when I go there, it's like a reunion of class, like, 08 to, like, basically, like, until that most recent class that graduated that could legally drink, maybe 2019, whatever. And I always indefinitely or inevitably run into somebody that's just, like, he, maybe he was, like, the best defensive lineman in Pasadena in, like, 2010. And now he, like, works offshore at a rig. And he probably makes good money, but like in that moment at that bar, you know, he just sacked the quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Yeah, you know, like no. it's, He's still... it's, it's like, you're like 30 man. And you're like, yeah, you know, like I still remember rushing for like 200 yards, you know, and I'm like sick dude. Um, what else has happened in your life? And he's like, uh, I knocked up so-and-so. Uh, I'm like, oh, okay, how y'all doing? Oh, we're not. <laughs> I'm like, all right. And then I knocked up the other girl, and I was like, oh, how y'all doing? We're not. I'm like, Jesus, man. It just, it's like a, it's like weird to be stuck in those moments, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, you just wish you could 
take his mind off things for a night. Yeah, you know? just for like just yeah, just me and him in a cabin in Lake Livingston, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Lake Livingston is such a romantic place. <laughs> if I could just <laughs> If I could just uh, take him to Bolivar Peninsula, if Galveston. If I could just take him to Porter Lake Mineral Wells. <laughs> if I could t- if I could just Ooh. get, man, if I could just get my old lady to a real nice spot like Lake Burger Lake. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're doing location based humor for the listeners, but imagine yeah, the shittiest. Burger Lake, there was some amoeba there that killed some people. Imagine um, the shittiest body of water in your hometown, like the wor- like the place that people don't or they shouldn't swim in, rather. And then uh, imagine the guy that you know, that you grew up with, who wholeheartedly believes that the best thing that could happen to him in his life would be to move out there <laughs> with his fucking stupid-ass wife and kids. Oh, man. Oh. I honestly, when people would go to Galveston, like, I, I went a couple times as a kid, and it's the only place I knew that wasn't, like, South Houston. And it wasn't, obviously it wasn't until I got older and saw literally anything else. I was captivated by Galveston, dude. I was obsessed with it. I was like, dude, this is where the president lives. <laughs> dude, Galveston is, li- people go in there to swim and they have like a paper cut and they, three days later their leg is off. <laughs> like it is not a place I where. I remember Port Aransas being really bad. Dude, Port A is, yes. Port A is, it was a place like it was like if South Padre Island is like it's a it's dog shit. Port A is somehow like the poor man's South Padre. I don't. South Padre is at least somewhat of a nice beach. Yeah. It, well, this is. I remember it being nicer. the The sands were a lot wider, yeah. or whatever, than Galveston. Port A was just like dirt, and like just glass and stuff yeah and the water was like lake water yeah <laughs> same with galveston like people just taking shit <laughs> everywhere well i remember just having sex i remember um me and some friends went out there to do acid and that's the that i mean when you have nothing like and i don't mean like materially but like when you have in terms of aesthetics like the the coast like the gulf coast of texas is just flat nothing it's not like the coasts like in California where it's like hills and mountains up to the water. It's just like a slow decline into the ends of the earth. There's not a goddamn thing. And so, you know, the prettiest place you could go, like aesthetically to do acid, where I like grew up, was fucking Galveston, Texas. <laughs> and um, and it was just like a rite of passage or whatever. My dad was like, you got to go out to Galveston and drop acid. And I was like, why? And he's like, I don't know. What the fuck else is there to do? And I'm like, ah, good point. So we go out there as like a group. And uh, I had heard like people were getting in the water or whatever. And like I was kind of tripping out. It's like when you're peaking on acid and you you start to think about having a bad trip. And you have to like fight those thoughts so you don't have one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you're like, hey, man, don't think anything bad or you'll start to spiral. And then that's typically when, at least for me, I start to spiral. Um, anyway, they're like, Hey man, like it's not a big fucking deal, dude. We've been swimming in this shit for fucking our whole lives, man. Like it's not, nothing's going to fucking happen. And, uh, I'm like, nah, man, I'm going to chill. You know, I was like sitting in by the back of my friend's Toyota forerunner. We had like the bed down. And I was just like, I'm going to fucking look at the sky and I'm going to drink this Dr. Pepper and I'm just like going to freak out or whatever. 
and uh, I like sit up after a little while, and I, they're out there swimming, and then like I look to the left, maybe like thirty yards from them, some guy has his horse out there, <laughs> in like <laughs> in like knee deep, like for a horse, I guess, like up to his fucking, like I guess what is a person's chest? I don't know, you know. He's got his horse out there, and his horse is shitting like big poop, <laughs> like just into the fucking Gulf, dude. And they're like not downwind from it, but they're within like thirty yards of this horse shitting, and they're not even—they're having the time of their fucking lives, dude. Like they're fucking like my friends are like splashing water in each other's eyes and like spitting it out of their mouths at each other, and like just being fucking teenage, like you know, just be just living, you know, being a fucking kid or whatever. And I was looking at that horse, and I was like. Man, I don't like they all come back like I was like, hey, man, do you guys see that horse taking a shit out there? And they were like, no, <laughs> and I was like, dude, he was like right next to you guys. And they're like, man, you're fucking wigging out, Jake. And I was like, no, nah, dude, I don't think I was visually hallucinating. Acid's not like DM. <laughs> like, I feel like if I was going to see anything, it would be like a little fractal. Like I've done acid before. I'm not like. It's not like in the... You go into a, a drug-induced psychosis you know, and you see a guy walking around. <laughs> yeah, like, we're, in, we're in Galveston. Like, seeing a horse shitting into the Gulf of Mexico is not, like, this profound... Like, I'm not seeing Shiva or I'm not seeing God. I'm seeing, like, some Clydesdale that some fucking shit kicker has from Texas City who's just riding it up and down the seawall and feeding it fucking Doritos Locos Tacos. And he just... I guess the horse just needed to take a shit. There's a big fucking body of water, like... Right in front of him. So, it, yeah, it's like when you're from the area and I and you know what, like being, I guess, in North Texas, like there's some really pretty lakes up there. Like there is, I guess, out here, you know, in Central Texas. But I feel like if you're past like Sealy, like if you're past like Katy, like in that little bubble, like the closest thing to you is Galveston. And it's like the only thing you experience if you're like don't have money, like if your parents aren't taking you to fucking wherever the fuck like. Obviously, if you're rich and you live in Katy, you know, like your parents are taking you to cooler places. But for me, the cool, yeah. the coolest place I saw for like the first 15 years of my life was fucking Galveston, Texas. And I stand on that <laughs> like for the, forever. I, uh, I, I think the coolest place I thought until I got to a certain age was Gulf Shores, Alabama. Yeah, that's a good one, too. <laughs> <laughs> Just just rebel flags and boom boxes out there. Just and I don't mean boom boxes in a racist way. I mean it's the same people who have I get, both of these I things. I get it. Anyway, <laughs> that was just a weird thing to be. You, you, you know, sounded like my dad or my grandpa. I was like I was like, wait. You no, know who no. carries them fucking they wear their pants around their fucking ankles? <laughs> <laughs> Wearing their colors. Yeah. You know what I Stacking mean. Stacking no. signs. Just white trash. Yeah, I know. No, yeah. Listening to like so funny to be on like you're you're hanging out on like a Windows background. Yeah, like a Windows wallpaper. Yeah, and then you're just listening to Toby Keith and like fingering your fat wife <laughs> in the sand. <laughs> Awful stuff. It's uh, it's so like Port A, Gulf Shores. Um, you know what's funny is is that. When you do get to Florida, don't get me wrong, there's some shitty beaches in Florida, but, like, Destin, Destin's nice. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, PCB is a shithole. I, I, I'll get, yeah, but it's, like, I can't think of a nice beach up and down, like, from Louis, from Texas, Louisiana, all that shit, but Mississippi is a fucking, I mean. Diamond Head, Mississippi, <laughs> that's quite a beach. Like, 
you get out there and you're like, you uh, what's or what's it called? Um, something fucking look at me not remembering my Mississippi geography. How embarrassing! No, the coast of Mississippi feels haunted. Yeah, it's it's um, as is Louisiana. Yeah, it's it's one of those places that like I I got really into like cryptids and shit like fairly recently actually uh, humiliatingly recently uh, not ironically I was watching a lot of that missing 411 stuff and I was like yeah in Appalachia they got vampires and shit and I'd be telling my friends this and they're like you don't believe in God but you believe that there's like like fucking wizards and shit like skinwalkers and stuff I was like yeah man a guy with a beard on YouTube talked about it for like three hours and they're like dude you need to get some sleep and I was like you're probably right anyway I, that being said, I whenever I was in Biloxi, I was like, something doesn't feel right here. <laughs> like, I feel... Yeah, and then it, you realize it was like centuries of lynching. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's... It's like uh, basically Auschwitz. Up yeah, there. it... Well, um, what I didn't... I didn't know... So, like, obviously you're in Texas, you see a lot of fucking Confederate flags. And it's just part and parcel being in the South. And you just... I don't... It's not that I don't think twice about it because I support it. I just... It doesn't... I'm like, oh, that guy's probably a piece of shit, and I just keep going. I don't really think about it. I don't, like, you know, I'm not going to go up and be like, hey, come outside, cocksucker, and let's settle this. Like, you know, no, you guys lost. You're fucking retards. Like, get fucked. You're a loser. But the amount of them I saw in Mississippi, it's on the flag, the state flag. It's like a little corner of it, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, the amount of them I saw out there, like, you didn't see a lot of, like, U- like USA flag, like, fla- like, the actual flag. And I'm not a... I'm not saying I'm like, oh, why don't you hang the right flag, Luke Dork? Oh. No, I'm saying, like, I didn't see a lot of, like, the current flag we have. <laughs> I saw, like, yeah, the old one <laughs> from back in the day or whatever. And uh, and I realized that, like, obviously Texas is a, is a fucked up place. Like, the government's fucked. Politics are shit. You know, people don't have a lot of opportunity here. And the places where there are opportunity are not for, like, working class White people, working class, you know, black people, Hispanic, whatever. But Mississippi is, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's a uh, heart of the beast. Yeah, the whole say. state feels like a sundown town. Like in like, yeah, it's like the whole. Even Alabama wasn't as bad as Mississippi. I will. I can. I can agree. Arkansas. Arkansas was bad. I don't know why. Arkansas is bad, but there's something like it feels. It's not as concentrated. Yeah. There's mountains and stuff yeah. that make it feel like, okay, this is still a beautiful place right. in some ways. But Mississippi, it's just, it's all, you don't see past, like, the forest. No. At any point. No. <laughs> There's not. You just, you are where you are. Yeah. And it's all flat seeming. Yeah. Um, and it's. At least in the parts I've been in. Uh, my mom, my mom and I, we used to do this a lot. We would go to, like, casinos in Louisiana or Mississippi, we would go play Hold'em. Or, like, you know, like, we'd play other shit, but Hold'em is, like, our game or whatever. And, and, you know, we would, like, go to these places and take a little bit of money and gamble and drink and have a good time. And one of the places that we would go to um, was fucking in Biloxi. And it the the resort itself was shitty. But all around it was, like, abject poverty. And you have to go through, like, these neighborhoods to get to, and I was like, oh, I don't feel good about this. <laughs> like, I, I, it's like when you go to Louisiana to gamble. Like, I, I've been to Vegas, and Vegas at least has the illusion of of uh, opulence. 
like in decadence. Like you feel like you're rich while you're there, even though you have like 50 bucks in your wallet and you're mostly just going to go drink beer at like, you know, the golden nugget or whatever. But in Louisiana and Mississippi, the casinos are just surrounded in every inch, every square mile by like the kind of poverty that people claim doesn't exist in the United States, which is like houses with no running water. Like it is, it's, it's terrible. It's so like, I, again, the history of that state combined with its current like economic whatever i'm like i don't i feel bad for you guys i don't know what else to do come yeah i whenever people are like oh yeah you know states like mississippi have you know the lowest literacy rates and the highest obesity rates cuz they're republican yeah fuck morons dude i hate that states shit. it's like dude they're uh it's it's actually a much worse situation than that. Yeah, it's. Unfo- I wish it was just, just yeah, Repub- the current Republicans' fault, but it's like no. Yeah, it's like even even I'm. I mean, Texas has some really bad parts in it. I'm not gonna like sugarcoat that, but like, you know what I'm saying? No, like absolutely. Texas has like ro- roads and stuff. For the <laughs> yeah, part. yeah. You know? No, like, I get it. It's like it's like if all of a state was just Viter, like that's Mississippi. Yeah, like it's. And people, dude, I hate that shit. And and you know, like the most frustrating part is is that um my the people I know in my life that aren't just your like garden variety like shit kicker fucking you know like not necessarily political but probably if they if they were to talk about it probably like somewhat Republican like these are a lot of people that I've worked with and just you know know in my personal life. I don't want to hear them talk about shit. So we just don't talk about it. You know, if I go back home and one of them's there, like at a bar that I'm at, we'll drink beer, we'll catch up and we'll fuck off around. Hey, what have you been up to? Uh, the kids, blah, 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 blah. I don't want to talk to them about this shit either. Cause I, I know that we disagree. So we just don't talk about it. Uh, I would rather sit with them honestly and hear them be like, yeah, they're shipping in. Uh, I heard, uh, Somalian vampires and, and it's being funded by Soros. And I'm like, well, at least that's funny. Then, like, my friends who I guess are just, like, run-of-the-mill liberals that are like, well, you know, if uh, Texas and Mississippi in the South, if they want to uh, get their act together and stop voting Republican, then maybe they could have health care or something. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, like what, I don't understand what, what, what you're getting at here. Like, this is, this doesn't make any sense. Like, you, you know how fucking stupid you sound? Like, do you think you're going to go up and, like, to New York and they're going to be like, oh, cool, well, welcome in, buddy? Like, what are you talking about? Like I feel like if you're a if you're from the Northeast and you have Northeastern smugness about the South, fine. It's it's a culture war that never really died, and I understand that. But if you're from the South and you try to affect that like Northeastern, I'm like, dude, how can you betray your own? You piece of shit. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Whenever people are like, oh, were you from Alabama? Yeah. I mean, from <laughs> Arkansas or whatever. It's like, dude, we don't live in that, like, a. we just live in a flat Arkansas, basically. Yeah, like, it's... It's just hotter. Yeah, and there's not really seasons, but it's the same. Like, like you, I see a lot of that, and I hear a lot of that in Austin. I understand Austin's, like, now a transplant city, but fuck, I heard it from back home. Like, it was, it was so funny. I, my friends that, like, didn't become just, like, you know, shitty fucking, just, like, you know, your garden variety Christian Republican Texan guy or whatever. They would just move to Houston, like literally 15, 20 minutes northwest from where we were at, and then be like, yeah, you know, if everybody just stopped, if 
you know, whose fault is it? You know, you're voting Republicans, so you get what you get. And it's like, you're here now. Like you live just because you live in like an enclave doesn't mean that you're separate from anything. And it's like, oh, well, I vote Democrat. And I'm like, congratulations, man. You vote for a like 2% less retarded, like corporate shill. I get, I don't know. You know, it's, it's, and you, and you hear a bunch of it in, in Austin as well. That's why, like, I typically don't like these conversations. Like I'll have it with you. Cause it's like, we obviously yeah. have like similar views on it, but like, uh, Oh dude, dude, Beto almost came to my, uh, neighborhood dude he was one neighborhood over he was literally like less than a mile away knocking doors him personally <laughs> it dude if i had been able to get a video out of that that would have been pretty cool god we, we'd be set <laughs> um i i oh well <laughs> i was at a was I, at? I was at a bar the other day this I, I don't know why i said the other day it's a very indeterminate phrase this was like a little while ago and uh this is a, a friend of mine who I like, I don't see a lot, but it's just, we've known each other a while. And he was like, yeah, man, uh, you know, you're going to vote. Right. And I was like, um, I mean, why? He was like, well, I mean, you know, like you're going to like, he's like, I know that you're like kind of, you know, defeatist about the whole thing, but like, it's really time, you know, like we really got to do something about like, cause you know, Abbott with the abortions and you know, and I'm like, yeah, all that stuff is really bad, you know. And he's like, so you're gonna vote? And I'm like, I'm not voting for for Beto. I'm not. <laughs> like, he's like, I voted for him twice. You did? I think so. And you know, uh, nothing really, nothing really happened there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's kind of a loser, as it turns out. What's funny is whenever he, whenever these people inevitably lose, the person that, like. Harps on you and berates you to vote, and chastises you for for like not participating in assist in in the system. Immediately is like, well, if you would have voted, if people like you would have voted, and it's like, dude, he got he he couldn't he got whooped by fucking Ted yeah, Cruz he, he, who had just had just abandoned the exactly fucking state these in the middle of a blizzard. These people don't like they don't care what ghoul is run. There's an R next to their name that is this state. And I, I'm not, I'm not backpedaling and being like, Oh, they get what they get. I'm not doing that at all. What I'm saying is, is that if you, first of all, better work is a fucking dildo. I don't, I'm not, I'm not supporting a fucking demo. Second of all, just cause he's sexy. Yeah. Just cause he know. played in a band with the drummer from at the drive in and he has a DUI. You think I want to have sex with him? Um, <laughs> what was that old tweet that was like, Oh my god! It was during the 2016 elections that like uh, journalist said he was like Beto O'Rourke, O'Rourke is like the nerdy guy who like you're not attracted to, but the, he like puts his, your legs behind your head and like pounds the fuck out of you. She was like a writer for like the Atlantic or something. Just put that shit out on gut for. Oh yeah, yeah the the calf cramp. Yeah, <laughs> the calf cramp lady. Yeah, fuck. Anyway, I'm just like I, that was such dude. That was such a golden time, dude. 2016 was a wonderful wonderful moment for like the i think around that time was the the thread about um if you don't like cats you don't understand consent do you remember that or was that was that 2016 or 2020 no i think that was maybe like 2016 2017 all this shit blends Mm, together i don't know maybe i'm wrong yeah but that whole era of like dude you could get like a if you really wanted to you could you could get 
on like the New York Post if you just had a good thread that went something like that. <laughs> if you were like, yeah, you know, if and everybody was making a thread at the same yeah, time. Yeah, he was like, if you don't think parakeets can talk, you need to think about your ableistic like views on the world. And you're like, what the fuck are we talking about? If you uh, if you have a gerbil, maybe rethink that. Like, and literally like a thousand word threads on like shit that I think is like borderline schizophrenia. Anyway, I forgot. I forgot how. Not that people don't make threads anymore. I forgot that it was just it used to be like pretty common behavior. Yeah, I don't. And it still is, but like uh, mostly, you know, journalists or people live tweeting things or uh, just statements. Yeah. But it used to be just like how you how you like got by or got around or whatever. I mean, I'll do like that used to be all we had. We didn't have no quotes. <laughs> I uh, there was just we lost so much. Like, you know, I'm glad that he's not president anymore. But just the the histrionics. Like, what was that guy's post? It was like if Hillary had won, we'd all be at brunch right now. I was like, I want to find you, sir. And I want to squeeze your head, <laughs> like, like just with. Oh, while we're randomly talking about politics, uh, I just saw it looks like BB Netanyahu is about to take power again. That's so awesome, dude! <laughs> the fucking champ is back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the big dick baller is back in town, dude. He's just like, hey, you know, yeah, I did do a bunch of fraud, but hey, it's all right. You know, I, I really fucking Ken, uh, you know, Ken Paxton. Have you looked into that? Yeah. The attorney general of Texas is just like on the run from the feds yep. for the last like 10 yep. years. <laughs> yep. I I feel like we're reaching this critical point. Like, you know, Britain's had like four presidents or whatever the fuck they call themselves. Um, you know, I feel like the I, this is the this by the way this is the the only time this is the one politics episode you get by the end of this show, however long that is, you're never getting another. This one. in the the Matt Christman episode where I had to make him a robot. <laughs> yeah, um, I it always feels like the world is a pot that boils over indefinitely. Like I remember January sixth, and I remember thinking it was going to be much worse, and I was honestly think what you will of me. Very disappointed that it wasn't. It was. Yeah, I, I didn't see that shit until I got home from work. <laughs> didn't hear about it. I looked. I checked my phone around like five thirty p.m. Yeah. that night, and it and it was like, it all all anyone was talking about was like, oh, they they were in the White House, and I'm like, ah, yeah, shit. That is well, you know, I really gotta. I gotta pay. I gotta work out now, yeah. so yeah. I got like. Whatever. I was like, I think I was still on, yeah, I was on break, uh, winter break from when I was in school, and fucking, I was just shit drunk at like noon, just like watching it unfold, and I was like, man, I want this to be it. Like, I want, I don't know what it is, like, there, there just feels like there's this thing weighing over everyone. Like, whether you're, like, a MAGA fucking retard or you're, like, a fucking, I don't like, a Portland chop chaz fucking weirdo. This, like, this thing of, like, we all know it's over. But for whatever reason, it's just never over. And when when I watched, like, old, like, golden girl looking bitches, like, in, in the halls of Congress, I was like, this is it. 
like if the librarian from like Frog Balls, Kentucky is in the White House with like an AR, it's done. Like it's over. Like there's no more. The the American experiment has come to an end. But then the next day it was just like, oh, whatever. <laughs> so I'm like, F- I feel like we're edging the end of the world constantly. And I don't really know what it's going to look like. Dude, I, the world has cried wolf so many times that like there's going to be like a nuclear imminent threat and me and you're going to be like, hey, did you hear that there's like an inbound missile? And I'm like, yeah, it'll probably be fine. <laughs> like, it won't be a big deal. Like, I guess we'll just do the episode or whatever. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, we're all just, uh, all we are, you know, dust in the wind. We're kind of on like a rock and it's like a spinning, um, you know, like we're just monkeys. Day, you know what? The way I see it <laughs> is, um, a guy with brain uh, damage is um, really what we are when you really look at. Bye.